0: In today's episode of Shut The Shit Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall, we are shutting up 2020 once and for all, and we get to hear from Candace about a top-secret project that she just released. But before we get started, will you share this episode with your friends to send some encouragement their way?
1: Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should
0: about to hit the fan?
1: Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both
0: authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should.
1: With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because
0: there's so much more in you. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome! <laughs> Merry,
1: Merry Christmas! It's our Christmas oh, holiday episode. Merry Christmas! I love being able to say that, Jenny! Oh, yes,
0: man. Well, yes ma'am. First of all, you just released a new book called Encounter yeah. Advent. I just want to read. We already have our listeners in uh, responding and interacting. I just want to read who you dedicated this to because I almost cried. Reading the dedication.
1: oh
0: Okay. This is what you wrote. And I quote, "Yeah, this is dedicated to the waiting wishers who willingly work forever to discover wonder, whimsy, and wholeness. It's a lot
1: of Ws, right?
0: It's, it's a, a lot, lot of power. power. I'm like already crying <laughs> and I can't wait to talk about this with you. I feel like you're you so dedicated sweet. it to me. You dedicated it to I me. Did. That's what you're saying. So I received I that. I did
1: well advent is all about waiting for an arrival and i feel like 2020 we have been waiting and you don't have to wait any longer though for us to talk about this and to to really talk about christmas and get your hopes up but one thing that we really really love to do is that you're if, if you're joining us live here on facebook watching our recording of the recording, oh, <laughs> <time>. yep. <laughs> then what we want you to do is we love to hear from you all throughout this show. So go ahead, start leaving your comments right now in the comment section here later in the show. And you said what we're going to interact with you. So go ahead, share your name, share your profile pic. And we're going to blast some of those up there. We cannot wait to hear from you. We love you guys. This I is know. for you. The waiting wishers. Love-
0: waiting yeah. which and I love that we're doing that this season getting to interact more live with people and also another way you can participate in our podcast is buy some shitty little merch I'm gonna stand up and show this
1: <laughs> <laughs> do it do it girl do it yes
0: do you see so, yeah, that can- it's
1: so cute
0: Candice designed this do you want to just explain for our audio listeners only what
1: our merch looks like for Christmas Absolutely. What you're looking at is a TP Christmas tree, a toilet paper, the most scarce Christmas gift, random item, period. This is the white elephant gift of the season. I'm telling you that right now. It's a TP Christmas tree adorned with a star with a face mask. We have some options that say still Home Alone, not Home Alone for the first time, but still Home Alone. Or we have some that say still Merry and Bright. And so uh, I designed those, drew them up, and thought they were so. so stinking fun. So I yeah. loved making those for the show and for our our people. But, you know, I hope that people get them. We we are wearing them right now and enjoying them. Yeah. They're cozy and soft.
0: They're so cozy. And who needs an ugly Christmas sweater when you have Shut the Shit Up merch? That helps support our <laughs> show. Check out shuttheshitup.com to get more.
1: Yeah, there you go. Hey, before we get too crazy on what our clothes are and all the merriment that comes with it, with having Shut the Shit Up merch... We've got a special game that we got to play. A special game. One we've never ever played. Oh, a special game. Get ready. Okay, okay, okay. Jenny. I'm ready. The thing, well, I'm glad the song tells you to get ready. Here's what's funny is that as much as we, like we're creative in creating that bumper for a special game, the lyrics kind of peg us into this little tight box because it says it's one we've never, ever played. (laughs) We've never, ever played this. So we've had to become so creative this season. Every time we do a special game, I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. But if you are... A fan of the show, you may have heard us already play with a special guest that we had, Rashawn Copeland. Uh, Would you rather the Bible edition? But today our special game is, would you rather Christmas edition? Because, hey! Hey (laughs) We got to have the Christmas edition, right? Yeah. Okay, so you play along. You can go ahead and put your comments in the comment section if you're watching the Facebook Live as well. We want to know, what would you rather as well? So the first one, Jenny... Here it is. Would you rather make presents or buy <laughs> presents? Which, which is on your list? Uh, uh,
0: can I like give disclaimers as to why I'm choosing my choice? Yeah,
1: girl, go ahead.
0: This is our show. We can okay. do it. Come yeah. on. <laughs> I would rather buy presents cause ain't nobody got time to make presents. Okay. <laughs> I will just get okay. it done.
1: How about I you? Know. Well, I'm, I'm a both and. I'm sorry. I know it destroys the would you rather, but um, I love making crochet hats. uh, So and I love like crocheting blankets and I love making mason jars filled with like baked goodies that you just pour all the ingredients out. Like those are the kind of things that I love to make. I even love to make like sugar hand scrubs. Those Ooh, are such a great yeah. gift, and they're so easy. Yeah. It's like so, so super easy. So I love doing that kind of stuff, but then I'm also like a good gift card. Like, it's like no in between. Like, I put yeah. no thought in it or all thought in it. Like <laughs> I'm like, hope you like it. <laughs> so, okay. So would you rather have to loudly sing the chorus of Jingle Bells every time you walk into a room for a week, or have to wear a Buddy the Elf costume every day for a week. Oh, I mean, choose wisely. Would wow. You uh,
0: I somebody said I was tone deaf in my younger years. Well, it stuck with me, uh, but I think I would just loud and proud sing it out. Jingle bells. No
1: way. No, I'm a singer and I would not you're do a singer that. And you're nope. not going to choose that. No. Imagine how many times you walk into a different room. That is ridiculous. You You sing it and you're done. The outfit is constantly on your body. And I bet it's comfortable. We're talking leggings. We're talking slippers. We're talking warm jacket. I've seen nothing wrong with this. You can do all you want to to try to get me to be embarrassed, but I do not care about what I look like when I leave my house. That has already been a proven fact. (laughs) Tony didn't need to evaluate me on that. (laughs) but you can sing i'm shocked listen look
0: at all the comments sing 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 oh somebody said oh. bunny the elf
1: well i would wear well. that
0: outfit loud and proud angela says we see Me, you maybe
1: i just don't have the embarrassment gene you know what i mean i just i don't yeah. think i have it but my voice i'm like that's loud and it's every room i just want to say my a breath. Breath. joy you? a jingle bells
0: jingle bells and then you can like say <laughs> batman smells I feel it. Don't, I'm feeling it in my don't soul. Don't change
1: the words. Don't. Okay. Now, would you rather <laughs> have oh. Christmas tree tinsel for hair, <laughs> <This> is- or <laughs> think about that for a second? You got really creative on these. Wow. <laughs> or would you rather have fingernails that light up like Christmas lights? Wow. Wow. <laughs> I mean, did that just come to you,
0: or did you have to like sit and really brainstorm that question?
1: Oh, I just felt like it needed to be asked. It's would you rather
0: is really (laughs) logical things that I might have the option to do. I'm going to (laughs) choose tinsely hair because you know what? I've been finding some grays and I'm just feeling that sassy sparkle
1: greatness. I'm feeling it. What about you? It's it's no lie that I'm a nail uh, like I love yeah. nails and crazy fun nails so it would have to be nails. Um, mm-hmm. My hair is the only thing that I think is respectable about me. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things, mm-hmm. <laughs> just so I'm just gonna go ahead and say I'd probably go for the nails. But would you rather spend a whole day watching Christmas videos or spend a day Christmas shopping at the oh. mall? Sorry, I had over it. Okay, you said spend a
0: day shopping at the mall. I was making noises. So clearly Christmas movies all day, every day. I do not like shopping.
1: Same, I don't understand the joy that can be obtained. And listen, I'm a joy person. This is like my Mm -hmm. whole life and message but yeah. I literally cannot identify with one certain joy. And it is the joy that comes from being in long lines, crowded spaces and waiting for like sales and fighting over a, a toy or an object. Like I, but no. yet some people get this big, huge, and I'm, I kind of maybe painted the negative and I apologize, but some people apologize. get like this adrenaline rush from doing that. And they feel so accomplished. And like, it's a real like, friend, it's a real thing that they're like, that is my happy place. So I don't know. Oh, let's anything. be honest. And then they say they,
0: they save five dollars and all that work. Just <laughs> no. watch some movies. And
1: then they spent the five dollars that they saved at Waffle House. The only thing open yeah. in the middle of the night or or a hurricane. You yeah. know, I mean, <laughs> it's rough. It's rough. It is rough. OK. Would you rather? Would you rather be given $1,000 for Christmas to buy things for yourself or would you rather be given $10,000 before Christmas to use to buy gifts for other people? (laughs) I I wanted you to be honest on this one. I was like, this is my little would you rather honesty test.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am selfish, Um, (laughs) but I know that about myself. But I can't get over thinking about giving gifts, 10 K of gifts to people and seeing their response. Yeah. Like yeah. what a blessing that would be. And isn't yes. that like, I, I would have to choose that obviously.
1: Yes. Could you imagine yeah. how far $10,000 would go for gifts yeah. that, and like the things that you could be able to provide for some other people and like family members, uh, Like, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Last one. Would you rather Christmas edition? Now, this is the important crux of all that we're talking about today. Would you rather not celebrate Christmas this year? Or would you rather not celebrate your birthday for two years in a row? Oh,
0: Candace, that's a sad
1: question to end on. No, but here's the deal. I'm talking about encountering Advent and I'm talking about why celebration of Christmas is so important. And I need to know, would you I rather would ra- give up Christmas or give up the celebration of your birth? <laughs> I,
0: do I age, however? Do I just pause the oh, aging if I
1: No, no, um, no, no, no. You uh, do not pause the effects nor the actual timeline of what's happening.
0: No. I, would, I would obviously, I would give up my birthday, hands
1: down, give it up. Well party for that Jesus was a holy question. Long. That was a holy question because I'm just going to be honest with you. Um you chose Jesus's birthday over your own and good choice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well well I'm not shame anybody? <laughs> would you choose that as well?
1: Yes, yes, yeah. I would. And, and you know that birthdays are very 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 big deal to me. And so for me to say that I would choose Christmas, I would choose Christmas every single time. Yeah. Every time. Beautiful. So and I think that concludes our would you rather and our special game. So let's just jump right into the very next thing. Come on now. What do we say?
0: Woo! I'm love I love seeing all the questions that are coming in. So guys, continue to interact. So if you have a question for Candace, please post yep. your question. But Candace, I've I got a sneak peek of Encounter Advent and I love yes. it. Um, and I am dying. I want you to tell the people, tell everybody why, like, why this book? Why did you spend
1: a year, however long you spent writing it? Yeah, well, um, birthdays. Here's what's kind of funny. I kind of set you up because we do the show together birthdays are actually my personal new year and if you know me or you've heard me speak or you've read laugh it up my other books one of my other books i talk about my birthday being my new year day and that's really a day of the year for me in may on may 13th where i sit and try to hear from the lord about what i'm supposed to be doing for this next year kind of just give me some direction let's go well 2020 i'm like lord what, <laughs> what what are we doing in 2020? And yeah. as I was praying and literally just trying to pray and be holy, like trying hard, I could not get Christmas songs out of my head, Jenny. Like, oh my gosh. Were you like- Have you ever just had like prayer ADD and you just can't stop? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't. So I'm was sitting spiraling. Here and- Yes, And so I'd be like, whoa, sorry. I'd, I'd be like, so Lord, happy birthday. Yes, thank you for my life. Thank you for this year. I want to do something impactful for you. And then I'd go, it's the most wonderful time. <laughs> like, okay, brain,
0: rein it in, come back. And so then like, I'd be like, Jesus, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to focus on you,
1: but it keeps coming. Keeps I know. coming. Well, I knew it was bad when frosted window panes. <laughs> Like, who thinks of a waltz, first of all? Who just naturally thinks of a waltz? But then that song that nobody knows the lyrics to. Let me ask you this. Did you bells, go? Bells, all things, so can and wow, I felt just so free with that. I didn't even know that would happen. Um, I needed it. You <laughs> need like, it? Keep going. I,
0: I need love. you in the elf costume, though, while you do it. <laughs> The whole time, I'm like, did she pray and then go get in that elf costume
1: and continue her prayer session on I her birthday? I did it. I did it. But I was in the middle of just really trying to figure out what am I supposed to be doing this year? And then um, the song, and I was like, God, I'm sorry. I cannot get Christmas songs out of my head. Clearly. Let me focus it in. Let me pray. So let's just say this. If you're not a prayer or you're not a faith person and you stumbled into our podcast, I would be the horrible person at what you would describe as meditation. Don't invite me to your class. Do you know what I mean? I'm just the worst. And so that was happening during my prayer time. And then all of a sudden I just got another Christmas song, but it got more serious. And I started hearing, Oh, Holy night. Mm. And um, you know, there's one phrase in there that just brought me literally brought a halt to all the chaos in that moment. And it kind of made me take this deep breath. And it's the lyrics. Um, A thrill of hope. The weary world rejoices." Come on. <laughs> and I just kept on thinking, we are the most weary world that we've ever been since the birth of Jesus right now. I know that's an audacious phrase and an, uh, an audacious claim. But we are in a a state right now of of literally just being weary and anticipating good. For those of us that are optimistic, we're we're sitting on the edge of our seat saying, can we really have hope for better again? For something that feels a little bit normal, for something that feels celebratory, can we have that hope? And I felt like the Lord was just reminding me, yes, you can. And I've already done it once. I'm going to do it again. Okay, like I felt like he was saying, I've already sent the best of me. I've already sent heaven to earth. I've already made heaven come. All of your songs that you're singing in churches, church, I hear them. They're all about heaven come. And I'm letting you know I already did it. Yeah, Yeah, I already did it. And so uh, I felt like the Lord just started kind of just unwrapping this wisdom and this knowledge about Advent, which simply is a big word for arrival, this arriving on the scene of Jesus and how he, how he literally impacted and transformed and developed with his arrival five of these core things that we possess as people of faith. Number one, our faith, our hope, our love, our peace, and our joy. Mm. And if you've ever lit an Advent candle, you know, each candle represents one of those things. And so I started just thinking, man, I want Christmas now. You know, I know it was May, but I was like, I want Christmas now. And as I began to just study the Advent of Jesus in the middle of May, I thought, this is what I'm supposed to write out about. And and I need it to come this year. Like it needs Mm. to be in 2020. I can't put this off. And, And it just became this immense passion that I had to get it done. Like, you know, Jenny, you've been behind the scenes with me. You know, it was this itch and it was this thing that I couldn't stop. And if I tried to, you know, so um, that's really the heart of where it came from is prayer ADD, you know, (laughs) attention deficit and the, the Lord himself just saying, I see a weary world that I want to thrill with hope once again. And so that's why we're here. That's why I have the book.
0: It's, it's, it's an important message. I was asking my small group girls last week, raise your hand if you're yeah. weary and every hand Ugh. went up. And it's like, yeah. should we just cancel and go take a nap because <laughs> <laughs> and we're all on the internet, so that could have easily hap- happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. but I feel like if we ask people listening right now, are you weary? Every hand yeah. would go yeah. up. So what a message and what a privilege Candice, to to bring to Mm. highlight the most important thing we can be highlighting in this season.
1: Yes. Like that just gave me goosebumps. You're right. It's an honor to be able to dive in. So people complain about all the time that, oh, well, you're going Christmas too fast, too early. Mm Y'all have been there since May. So we're fine. Like I am am Christmasing hard this year and I have no... No qualms about it. You want to know why? What I've discovered in writing this book and in doing this project this year is that honestly, it is possible to live Christmas every single day. Come on. And so, I, I I mean, I know people say that, and it sounds really churchy and dumb. I'm gonna be ah, I hate I hate hurting hearts, but it does. It sounds like really just kind of careless to throw that out there. But when I think about it, we've I I intentionally named the subtitle of this book. A 25 day interactive guide to celebrate the Christmas arrival of Jesus. Because those of us that do believe in Christianity and the Word of God, there is a second Advent that we've still yet to see. There's a second coming. So, in this book, I wanted to highlight how we can appreciate and value and already hold in our heart every single day the arrival that's already taken place, that Advent that was Christmas. And we can live Christmas every single day. Amen. You're
0: Amen. You're People are playing.
1: saying Amen. Yeah. Come, come on.
0: on. Well, I you mentioned you mentioned how it's interactive. And one of the yeah. things I love about you is that you're able to break down these really deep like thoughts into super practical, like here's what we're gonna do. Uh and, and that's your whole book, like super practical, interactive. Can you just expand on that for a minute?
1: Yeah. So when I talked about faith, hope. Love, joy, peace. If you have those five topics that Jesus impacts in his arrival, I've taken five days to walk through each one of those. So that ends up being twenty five days when you do the math, five times five. And then I actually categorized it to where we would be focusing on faith for the first five days. Hope. and these these all take biblical stories of what actually, happens when Jesus comes on the scene and how he speaks to that quality and it does it in 25 days but it it requires some work not yeah. just reading and filling in blanks and underlining i I made color pages. I illustrated (laughs) it. I give you prompts to do with your family and your friends and even with strangers and say, come back to this page at the end of the day. Write what you felt like when you did this assignment. And so it's got a lot of fun work that gets you out of just reading a book and feeling like, thanks for giving me some more knowledge on something I've already heard that's an old story. It actually gets you to do a tactile exercise with your hands or with your family or with your kids. And so when I say interactive, it is interactive. I even have like special tabs that I created that you can cut out, color, paste on the edges of your pages to keep your spot and certain things that like meant a lot to you as you were studying it. I want you to get your hands messy when you do this book. And uh, even if you got a good old coffee stain or some chocolate chip cookies that you just accidentally wiped on the page, even better, even better, even better. Tis the seas then. Yep. I see <laughs> some questions <laughs> rolling in. So let's go yeah. on to our next section. We just want to listen and maybe we can do some good. You said what? Singing, I sang that out. I don't know if anyone heard, but it felt right. I didn't hear it, but I think we all missed a blessing. Just to be, just to be honest. Jingle bells. The- just kidding. I know. I really, I want to highlight just um, one one comment. This isn't necessarily a question, but Angela France she just says right here, and I think this is going back to our would you rather game. She just said it makes me happier to see other people overjoyed when they really yeah. like my gift. Okay, can we just, okay, I don't know if you meant to be little prophetic Angela France right now. But do you realize that if there's anything that I've discovered about this moment with writing a book about Advent, you were describing a characteristic of God. Wow. Like he gets overjoyed when he really, when, when he sees us really like the gift that he's given us think about that for a second think about the joy that god possesses knowing that we have gratitude in our heart for jesus and that we take time to separate and pull aside and actually encounter advent i don't know if you knew that that you were being that deep during this moment here angela but i'm i looked at this comment and it just was like laser focus this is exactly what we're going to do in December 1 through 25 in this book. It's, it's see the heart of God light up with joy because we finally can say, ah, the gift that you've given us in Jesus, I'm so excited for. So cool.
0: Now, before so cool. we jump into more comments, it, who is this book yeah. for specifically? Did you write it for families? Did you write it for individuals?
1: Did you write it for grandmas, for babies? Like, who are we hitting with this book? <laughs> okay, so honest, honest talk. Honest author to author chat and everybody else gets to hear. Yes. I set out to write this book for my kids because I thought, how great would it be as a family for us to start this new tradition? And, you know, my kids are age 10, 11. And yeah. so I was thinking, and you started working I, on that last Christmas. You were doing it with them yeah. last Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and I'm thinking I just wanted something that was good. I I, I actually saw a deficit where there was not a whole bunch of stuff geared for family. So I I set out to start doing that. But once I started getting into the material, I realized the devotionals, the, the Bible study, the intensity of what is actually in the scripture that God was just kind of revealing about this story became much deeper than just to be able to hand a book to a child. So it's not a children's book, but I will say this. If you have a family of grade school kids, fourth grade and up, and you each have a book in your hand and you sit down together every day, December 1 through 25, and you walk through it as a family, you'll be able to do it. However, I also know there are a lot of people in 2020 that are completely isolated, that don't have a single friend or family near them, and they need something to bring hope and that they can do by themselves. This is very much so an individual study as well, and it's not watered down for children. So there will be some explaining you'll need to do as you walk through some of the studies, but then the activities, the kids are going to love and you're going to love and give you a little youthful pep in your step as well. Um, love it. and I would say this, if you have a small group that zooms or meets online, it's per, I mean, like perfect for that. Yeah. So that I just feel like you could either do it alone or you can do it with somebody else. And if you have littles, like three, four, five, it it will definitely be over their head. I'm just gonna go ahead and let you know. It's but it's grade school up, families and together or individual. So pretty Perfect. much everybody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Everybody and somebody uh, just asked, What book are we talking about? We are talking about I
1: know Pam LeBlanc. She's so cute. She says, I came on here late. What's the name of this book? <laughs> Well, I'm glad sure you asked
0: just like that.
1: Yeah. Well, probably not. But Pam, here you go. I'm just going to hold it up there. It's Encounter Advent, a 25-day interactive guide to celebrating the Christmas arrival of Jesus. And there he is. I drew that picture of uh, some sweet hands holding a little bitty baby. Beautiful. So, and we have time for one more question. Um, okay.
0: You, you pick it, Candice. You lead us Okay. Okay. Well, I'm,
1: I'm going to go through the comments here. I love this part of our show. Um, this is one thing that I, I was seeing and I'm trying to find the comment again. Yes. Oh, it's Angela France again, man. She's just commenting like, Angela, just come on as a guest. What are we doing here? VIP guest. And if you see her frame around her photo, all of you audio listeners only, she's got Christmas Garland ready to be a guest on the show today. And are you said what section? I'm just saying (laughs) she
0: She came prepared.
1: She ready. didn't even know. She came ready
0: yeah. in the Christmas spirit. What did she say?
1: <laughs> she pray. said some of the best things come during my prayer time when I am distracted and keep keep going back to something over and over again. Um, I want to encourage people because Angela, you're saying it very, very well. Uh, you're you're right. It's it's some of those things are the best moments and you're sitting here going, I didn't even know. I didn't even know that that was something that maybe God was trying to kind of highlight or maybe it's an issue that I needed to address with him. And maybe it's something that I've been suppressing. And so I'm a firm believer that when you start praying, it kind of unlocks those spaces that are under lock and key. Do you know what I mean? Either it's your purpose that's under lock and key, something that God's trying to tell you, I want you to do this. Or some, some of those lock and key things are maybe trauma and things that you have not been willing to talk about because you've just not been still enough or um, rooted in love enough yet to talk about that. Did you, did you understand that rooted in love enough yet? Do you know what I mean? Um, something happens when you pray. And I love that you're seeing that because uh, the book that I've written encourages you to get in that space as well. And so I'm hoping that's why the title is called Encounter Advent, that you'll have more of those moments as you pray and you go through the devotionals and you have space to write and unlock those things that are hidden this holiday season. Beautiful.
0: We are going to we could talk for hours about all of this. <laughs> so let's we're going to do we'll play a play of quick fun thing where Candice is going to do a 30 second commercial <laughs> for her book.
1: Is everybody ready? Are Here you go. Well, if you are looking for something to unlock your excitement for the holidays and actually make you a little bit more adventurous, <laughs> do you see what I did there? Adventurous, then you'll want this book, Encounter Advent. It is a 25 day interactive guide to celebrating the Christmas arrival of Jesus. Discover how the arrival of Jesus affects your faith, hope, love, peace, and joy, both then and now. And I've just got to let you know, um, Margaret Feinberg, one of my friends, she's an author of the the More Power to You book. Um, she just gave the best quote, and it's, it's on the back of the book. It says, Candace Payne invites you to experience the joy of the holiday season through this fun, interactive, delightful book. Rather than just read the Christmas story, you're invited to enter in and bring your whole family too." This will become one of your all time favorite Advent devotionals and one you can come back to and enjoy year after year. So go ahead, y'all. If you need to screenshot this image really quick, there is a code that you can scan and it'll take you to the link. It is on Amazon exclusively. Um, So go to Amazon and find Encounter Advent and get your book today. How'd I do? How'd I do? How was you that Jenny? You
0: it. I was like, is she what? gonna afford to buy it? Got it.
1: Now I'm look, you me. were probably like, whoo, girl, come on. Okay. I felt the the pressure right there. Felt that pressure. It well, I'm glad good. that the pressure's over because we got another segment to go to. <laughs>
0: It's it's yes. And amen. Uh, For those of you that haven't watched our live (laughs) show, the the bumpers are something to experience. I will tell you that much. I see in the comments um, of the live show, everyone's like, I just bought it on Amazon. I'm finding it right now. And what a fun thing. Yeah, we had two people say that. Um, two people bought yes. it and people are keep keeping commenting how they want it and love it. So, uh, if you're an audio only cool. listener, we will have the link for you in the show notes, just click it and stick it and join Candace on a 25 day adventure of encountering yeah. Advent. So Candace, I'm awesome. going to try to get through this question without crying because we know what I do, but man, we've already talked about how this has been a weary season yeah. and yeah, I know um, the holidays are looking different for a lot of people. I have family in New York. We're now here in mm. Florida and we have to figure out how do we navigate the holidays? How are we navigating Thanksgiving? What are we doing for Christmas? What is it gonna look like? So we know that we have to hold our plans super loosely and that things are gonna, it's just gonna be different. It is. Um, so my loaded question for you to unpack as we discuss God and the Bible and all the things is as we're in this season of waiting, Okay. as it feels uncomfortable. How do yes. we trust that God is still working in the midst of all this crazy and chaos?
1: Mm. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Come on. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, come on. Have church with that question, girl. Uh, okay, so I, I honestly was just praying as you were asking the question because I knew it was gonna be loaded. Let me tell you what I really believe the Lord wants to tell all of us. Jesus himself as fully God and fully man has not done anything and experienced anything outside of what we've experienced or we will experience. If that's true, a lot of us are a little bit confused right now in 2020 because we're like, did he experience a pandemic? Did he know what it was like to be isolated? Did he ever feel abandonment? Okay, let's talk for just a second. Many of us are having a hard time thinking, okay, Christmas is going to be canceled where I'm at. I can't have a gathering of more than such and such people. And and we're going back on lockdown. We're seeing spikes go up. Think about this Jesus himself, if he is God incarnate, sent from heaven to earth, he was literally leaving his home to go to someplace foreign. And not just heaven to earth, that climate, but he also was born in a foreign land in Bethlehem that was not his home because of a census that happened. And not only that, Jesus wasn't surrounded by all of his friends and family and all the things during his birth. He was surrounded by, what what do we see? A manger filled with hay and swaddling cloth. And then we also see animals, you know, uh, we all know the songs. Um, if we ever think that God cannot identify it with 2020 with us in Christmas this year, we are absolutely wrong. And let me just tell you why. Uh, Jesus himself had moments where God was faithful to step into isolation and make a fuss about him and Christmas Day. Hmm. If, if and some of y'all are thinking, okay, well, Candace, let's go back to the historical context. Christmas isn't actually on December 25th. We don't know when the actual date is. It's more, okay, we're not talking about that. Don't get into a theological argument about the actual date and time. For all intents and purposes, I'm talking about Christmas, the celebration of his arrival, the advent. So let's let's use that terminology first. So God was fully invested in being present and in pouring out a holy fuss over the advent of Jesus. In a day where he felt like the celebration was gonna be less than, it actually is remarkable and still celebrated more than any other birthday that we celebrate. Hmm. Think about your most famous person. We kind of maybe see that their birthday comes up and we're like, oh, that's their birthday today, cool. But we don't stop the world, shut it down, decorate, light our house, get special dishes that we all make, get everybody together, it is something that God still says, this will be the most celebrated, anticipated arrival, and we will mark it and monument it every single year. That's how much I love my son. That's how much I love who he is and what he brings to the world. So much so, so much so, and I'm, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but God created spaces to make a fuss in things that we would never see as holy or wonderful or remarkable. Look Come at on. the angels, the host of angels that filled the sky over the shepherd's field. Look at the one star that would be a compass guide for three wise men to go visit this toddler child at that point to be able to point him for provision of escape from a political crazy climate that was out to kill and murder. Um, We're finding like God made a huge fuss. Not only that, but the day that was the most important to a Jewish young man, a baby boy, and when he was eight days old, needed to be circumcised in the temple courts. The day that you would want your family to come and be like, come support this moment. This is a holy moment. This is something that's huge for our family. Can you imagine the aunts, the uncles, the relatives that would all gather? And it's just Mary and Joseph in the temple. And you want to know what God did? He gives us insight into Simeon, a man that it actually said, I will not die until I see the birth of the Messiah, the one that the Lord himself has sent. And he gets to see on Jesus's most important day as a Jewish young man, he begins to see that day filled with holiness because the Messiah has come. And God set up a grandpa in Simeon, to be there and make a fuss over Jesus. Not only that, there was another woman there that had been a widow and she was only married for seven years but now she's near the temple and she's prophesying all the time and she's just this incredible lady. And she looks over and sees Simeon making a fuss and sees Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus and then she gets crazy. So God set up, even in isolation, hold on. God set up, even in isolation, a moment for there to be family-like figures grandparental figures to step in and make a fuss and overjoy because of what he had done by sending his son to earth, this gift that he had given us. Hmm. I want to tell you this. You are not loved any differently than the way that God loves his son. God loves you just the same way that he loves Jesus. And if he's wanting to make a fuss over him, what is he wanting to do over All of us this year that feel the most lonely, weary, isolated, like this Christmas can't be great. It's just going to be here. And I'm forced to do this by my government. Does that sound familiar? The story's (laughs) already been written. Jesus was forced to be born in Bethlehem because of a census that was being taken. Like we have all these restrictions, it feels like. And God's like, lift your heads up, people. I'm still making a fuss about what happens when Jesus is on the scene. When he's near, anything's possible. And I feel like I get excited and ramped up. If you can't tell this has been a passionate like adventure for me this whole year just even yeah. regurgitating why I think now is more important than ever to celebrate the advent. It is more important than ever because a thrill of hope is literally on the heels of celebration.
0: Yeah. So in the in the practical yeah. I mean, we're all feeling it. There's amens in the comments. People are like, like we're feeling it. We're feeling this yeah. moment. But then here comes the practical and I don't yeah. have the budget I normally have for Christmas or okay. people lost jobs or you're isolated yeah. by yourself. You're a single man or a woman and you you don't get to celebrate the way you normally celebrate. When when the rubber hits the road, is that the saying? <laughs> when that happens, <laughs> <laughs> well, when we're like, okay, and we're decorating the tree all by ourselves and it's not okay. ideal circumstances. And, you know, it's just different and we're feeling the weight of what could be. How do we practically, we know it in our spirit, like we know it, but yeah. how can we make a fuss? I like how you say that. How can we make a fuss about Jesus and just make it all about him, even though our, we might feel the weight of
1: what is? Come on. So Jenny, you get this. We're both authors. We know the scope of time it takes to actually pitch a book to a publisher and get it out to people. The book that I wrote is not just, this isn't just an ad. I'm dead serious. I wrote 25 days of the how-tos. 25 (laughs) days of the how-tos. Very practical how to encounter Advent. And so when I say that, I had to self-publish this because I needed it out this year because I knew the need was so great. Exactly what you're describing. People saying, sounds good. I know the story. I watch um, the Charlie Brown Christmas special every year, you know, get teary eyed. (laughs) And I really love, you know, the claymation and, and all the movies. They put me in the spirit, but they're just not working this year. Can I just be honest with you? Even reading the Bible outside of of actually encountering, there's a difference with um, experiences that we create versus encounters that we have. And this year it's important to position yourself to encounter Advent. And so that's why I wrote a guide so that it would give you 25 days of prompts for everything that you would want to do during that time. So I don't wanna give away everything in the book but tell me one, tell me one that case okay, I'm just going to go. I so I have here. um these different prompts called if you're feeling adventurous. Ooh, and so yeah. this one right here, you kind of see like a little bag with gifts, a burlap sack of yeah. gifts. Love well, the it. text above it and this is page 102 for those that do have their books and they want to find it. It is in the burlap bag below. Think of ways that you can simply simplify gift giving. Make a list of the things you absolutely want to gift. Mm. And then list the th- the items that can be secondary in importance outside of the burlap sack. So I give you like, okay, take a second and think about your, your budget. Think about yeah. what are you capable yeah. and able to do? What's necessary? Put that in the bag. What are the things that are peripheral that you kind of want to do, but you don't know if you can? I give you ways. If you're like me, you got to write it down to see it. That way you're not overspending and going nuts and doing all the crazy stuff. So that's just a small thing in the, the pre- middle of the that- book yeah and that takes the pressure off and that's super practical when i'm feeling the yep. weight of the world
0: and maybe some have lost jobs and their budget looks different and all the things yeah. and you're giving us practical tools to Absolutely. and that when you can do that it frees you up to make a fuss about jesus like it frees you up yep. to show up and experience him i love that so much Candace. Yes. i'm so excited you're like counseling the world through chris the christmas season <laughs> <laughs>
1: counseling the world through christmas gonna put that on the back of the book jacket that'll make not it. not only are you the joy evangelist but now you're the christmas counselor <laughs>
0: <laughs> that feels really right don't you think
1: i think it feels something but i don't know if right is it
0: <laughs> let's pray on that note
1: <laughs> let's do it hey let's pray You know, this week we've been talking about how to encounter Advent. And so we have to do the best thing that we know how to make that possible. And that's really going to the one that offers encounters. <laughs> so for us to just talk about, it seems kind of silly without actually making a space for us to do that encountering. And so we want to take this um, opportunity to just simply pray for you. And there's also something before we get praying that we want you to know Um is that we're going to be praying for you this holiday season as well in this prayer time. And so if you're feeling as though I feel pressure, I'm feeling the weariness. I know this is a little bit crazy, but since we're doing things interactive, let's do it today. Go ahead. And this is silly. Unless you're driving or needing to operate heavy machinery, wherever you're at, if you say Candace, Jenny, I am literally in need of a fresh perspective on the holidays on on not feeling so weary and isolated can you pray for me if you just reach your hands out and just know that we're going to be praying for you right now is that cool jenny can we do that great let's do it yes let's do i'll i'll pray for us and i want you to pray too okay cool yeah God, we pray for our listeners right now and our friends of Shut the Shut Up. We pray right now. There are so many things that are telling them what they should and shouldn't do for the holiday seasons. And so right now, I just pray that you would shut those things up. Literally, that they would find freedom knowing that you are making a fuss over Jesus, over the fact that he changes everything when he's here, and the fact that he is good and that he is such a good gift from you. To us. So, wherever there's weariness, wherever people are reaching out their hands right now, just needing to be uh, alleviated from all the fears, gosh, your word in all the lyrics that we've all heard throughout time has just been this weary world and the hopes and fears of all the years are met in Him tonight. God, we ask for anybody that's feeling those hopes and those fears and the weariness that you would just give them. The, the authority in your name to just cast their cares upon you because you care yeah. greatly for us in Jesus name. I ask this Jesus name.
0: Yeah. And I just lift up anybody that has to make the hard decision of how to celebrate, uh, with family yeah. and what that looks like, uh, specifically with extended family, Lord, I just pray for yeah. first and foremost provision for peace, for clarity and what that looks like. And I just pray for a boldness to do how they feel led and not feel, um, not feel the weight of people-pleasing on those decisions, God. I pray that your peace reigns first and foremost in the name of Jesus. And I just pray, Lord, as Candice was teaching us, that we just encounter you at such a Mm. deeper level, God, this season. That that it's not about stuff. We lay the stuff, even the internal stuff, we lay it aside, God. And we just give you... Everything, God. We give you um our our sanity, we give you our <laughs> presence, we give you um even the traditions we've done in the past, God. We lay it at your yeah. feet and will you do with it what you please, God? Will you guide us? Will you give us wisdom and peace as we celebrate you as Lord of our lives? We love you, God, in Jesus' yep. name. Amen. And I just feel like as we're praying together, that yep. Perhaps you even had some new traditions pop into your mind. I don't I don't take that lightly. I want I don't want you to either. And maybe God's giving cool. you wisdom in, in how to celebrate. And uh, I pray that for all of us in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Yes. Amen. I'm fired up. If people aren't ready, they better get ready. They better get their happy Christmas pants on because it's coming. Whether or not you believe it is or not, it's coming. Yeah. And,
0: and, and oh, amen. And before we wrap it up. <laughs> Get Candace's book to help prepare you to celebrate. Um, It's available on Amazon. Again, it's Encounter Advent. And to support our show, you can also check out our fancy merch at shuttheshouldup.com
1: and pick up a Christmas shirt for yourself or your loved ones. Absolutely. And you know what? Uh, We're going to go on a mid-season break from this episode on. So as you encounter Advent now into the end of 2020, take some time to listen or watch back through for season three. Um, We've had so much fun recording our recordings of the podcast. It's been a blast to go live with y'all this entire season. And we're going to continue season three coming back in the new year. Um, And we'll be posting things. Check us out on our Facebook page for Shut the Should Up and our Instagram at Shut the Should Up. Because we're gonna help your days feel a little bit more merry and bright. Yeah, and I feel like we're leaving everybody on
0: this giant mid-season cliffhanger. Like, when we come yeah. back in January 2021, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be more merry and bright? We have hope. We have hope it yeah. will. So until then, everybody, shut the shit up. you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars.
1: If there's one thing you're going to shud yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.